Let's talk about our democracy for a minute. <laughs> but let's do it in a way that makes the snowflakes' heads explode. Let me be clear before this podcast begins. We are loud, loud proud, proud, and do not give a fuck. This is the Tony Michaels Podcast. Real and raw political and social commentary. The freedom to oppress the rights of other people is not liberty. You shit-eating moron. Ah, the smell of freedom of speech. This is the Tony Michaels Podcast, and this is Tony Michaels. Hey, Tony, fuck them. Supreme Court Thursday. We have a lot of decisions from the Supreme Court dropping, including one of the most breaking um, decisions that they're going to give today. Apparently today, today on Thursday, June 23rd, the bought and paid for justices of the Supreme Court are against states' rights. Tomorrow, they're going to be for states' rights. You know, let's be very clear about this. Today, today, they're against states' rights to actually have some sort of regulation on firearms, in particular, conceal and carry firearms. Today, they're against those states' rights. Tomorrow, tomorrow, we're going to find out that they're all for states' rights to tell women what they can and can't do with their bodies. Can't tell people what to do with a gun. Definitely tell women what they can do with their uterus. 100% that's how you view states' rights in the Constitution in 2022. I'm not saddened by this. A lot of people are freaking out. This is very dangerous. I will agree. And there's going to be people lose their lives over this decision. People are going to get killed because you can now just do whatever the fuck you want whenever you want with a weapon. And it's going not just to affect the state of New York. It's going to affect several other states. I think it's seven exactly that have these type of laws where you actually have to receive some sort of permission. A regulation, you know, like as if that amendment that they talk about is has the words well, well regulated in it. Reading the Second Amendment might fucking help. But here we have the Supreme Court laying down a decision, and it's <laughs> not surprising that it's six to three. This is why a lot of people are arguing to have a Supreme Court justice for each district and expand the court, which is what they have always done when they expand districts, besides now, because they want to push their ideology on us through the court. Even even <laughs> Thomas saying, look at the language of, of the look at the language. Yeah, look at it. It says militia number one. You, there's definitions to that fucking word. And then it says well-regulated, number two. Yeah, look at the language. It's clear in text, black and white. It really is not that complicated. This fucking bastardization 
of the individual right for someone to carry any weapon anywhere, anytime, anywhere they want for whatever fucking reason is really boneheaded. It's really stupid. It doesn't even say that. It's not what it says at all. I mean, they bought and paid for this decision. So now it does say that because it's an official decision from the Supreme Court. But if this doesn't get in your crawl and make your resolve even more for our democracy, I don't, I don't, I I can't tell you what is going to happen tomorrow then, because tomorrow's really going to fucking piss you off. It's really going to piss you off because they're going to do the opposite that they're doing today. That the state does not have the right to tell someone (laughs) it is against your liberty to regulate, as it says in the text, firearms. It says it right there. It's clear as day. It's It's not hard to understand. It says, well regulated militia number one your cousin earl who is terrified of going into a subway to order a a, an italian bmt without an assault rifle or a handgun that's not a militia that fat fuck your cousin earl who dresses up in 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 fucking gravy seals cosplay that's not a well-regulated militia He's just a dumb fuck. Everyone's got their cousin Earl somewhere. I mean, rather they're your cousin or you just know of this dumb fuck that lives down the street. That's not a militia. That's not even close to the definition of militia. And these these fucking originalists, they claim they're originalists. They're original on everything but the Second Amendment. Like, they're unwilling to go back. I I mean, they'll go back to take away women's liberty. They'll go back 400 years to text. A thousand years. Hell, let's go back 5,000 years when they were scratching on cave walls. Let's do that. To justify taking away women's liberty. But when you're talking about the Second Amendment, and really trying to make sure that you get your way. Going back and looking at the context of the time, well, that would just be stupid. Because what would happen is the exact opposite of the desired result here. So they're not going to go back and contextually look at the fucking Second Amendment and the definitions of the word in the son of a bitch, especially with the time that they were writing them down on the fucking piece of paper. Wouldn't do that. It would have the opposite of the desired result, which is the desired result is for them to carry weapons and to have people in fear. That's their desire here. Who in the actual fuck needs to protect themselves from anybody but these fucking gun nuts when you're ordering a sandwich at Subway? Who are you protecting besides each other? You're protecting against the people like Eric Greitens. That's why we want red flag laws. Someone like him who's accused of crimes, who's accused of abusing his wife and his child, and then he puts out a political ad saying, we're going to kick in your door and we're going to come kill you with our guns. 
And even even when I get in the government, we're going to have the army and the military with us to come kick in the door and kill you with our guns. If you disagree with us inside our own party, that's what we're going to do. It's fear. It's fear. That's all this is. It's the same thing as Marjorie Taylor Greene shooting a fucking Toyota Prius with a gun. Now, inside this decision, apparently, there's sensitive areas. You can't, I mean, we cannot infringe on someone's right to carry a gun unless, unless it's, you know, close to a Supreme Court justice's house. Or maybe, maybe one of these GQPers who, by the way, has to be on board with the entire MAGA ideology. Because if you're not, they'll come kick in your door and kill you. So guns, it's no longer a sensitive area. It's sensitive area. Because they're marking out sensitive areas because they know they have to keep certain places safe. And the only way to keep certain places safe from guns is to not have guns in those places. So we will, I don't know, do the whole regulating thing. This is really fucking boneheaded, folks. This is really fucking stupid. The American people are, are not going to buy into this nonsense. They don't. They don't. We've seen 14 senators muster up enough courage to do the bare minimum, the absolute bare minimum of what the majority of Americans want. Only 14 of them can muster enough courage to advance the debate of the bill. Not vote for it. Not say, yeah, I'm for that. Just say, well, maybe we should talk about this in the Senate. Maybe we should debate this language. The bare minimum. This isn't some kind of fucking radical gun reform. This is shit that Americans want. Time after time after time, every time we have children slaughtered, innocent people in a grocery store slaughtered, parishioners in a church slaughtered, Every single fucking time we do poll after poll after poll and it shows that the American people want to make sure that guns are not getting into the wrong hands and we're doing something about it. We're doing something about that. That's the bare minimum. We're not talking about an assault weapons ban. We're not talking about this concealed carry handguns and banning handguns and assault rifle. We're not talking about that bare minimum shit. Waiting period. Back on track. Check. If you've had violence in your past, yeah, maybe you should eh, be questioned whether you should have a fucking gun. It's not complicated. It's what America wants, but damn what America wants. Fuck that shit. The hell with that. That's not good enough because we can't strike. How is Eric Greitens and the rest of the GQP, the Trump, these trumped up fucking candidates going to strike fear in the hearts of other Republicans if they're if they're dissidents? Oh, they're killing liberals, folks. That they're 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 not going to stop at the dissidents of their own party. I mean, they're first. That that's how they that's how they do it. That's how fascists, that's how authoritarians do it is they kill the dissidents first. That's who goes first. Tony, such harsh language. I don't know what to tell you. I, I can't I can't give you anything but what the fucking history tells us about authoritarians and dictators and fascists. I don't know what else to fucking tell you. And what they're going to say is, oh, but 
But fascists take the guns. They take them. They don't give the guns. If you really see this as a as the as the liberty that you can just carry around a weapon, as opposed to the liberty of being safe in a public space and being able to, I don't know, well-regulate the militia and the right to bear arms. This is really fucking boneheaded type shit. I'm struck. By the fascist party in our country. Struck by it. I mean, it, <laughs> and we shouldn't be surprised, I guess. It's this notion that, for instance, just this week, we, we watched as Rusty Bowers, the Arizona House Speaker, testified that Donald Trump and his allies tried to get him to illegally break his oath of office. And the reason why Rusty Bowers was unwilling to do that is because it was a crime and it was his sacred oath and God and the Bible and whatever the fuck he said. And as soon as he was not under oath, meaning he didn't have the the liability of perjuring himself, he stood in front of an AP reporter and said, of course I would vote for Donald Trump. Why the hell wouldn't you? I mean, Jesus Christ, they're going to come kick on your door and kill you if you don't. That's what this is about. That's what this Second Amendment bros shit's about. It's about fear. Striking fear. In the hearts of Americans. Pushing them. Inch by inch. Millimeter by millimeter. To accept fascism. Just accept it. Just accept that's what you're going to do. You can do nothing about it. Nothing. We bought and paid for the Supreme Court, and now they will rain down on you our ideology, and you will have to bend to their will. That is not true. Fuck that shit. You do not have to do that. You don't, they're not forcing you to carry. They can't force you to carry. That's the whole point of the Second Amendment. That's why these fucking boneheads don't get it. They can't force you to carry a gun. On every side of the right, you have the right not. Again, freedom of speech. What do they read you in Miranda? Because that was another decision today. You have the right to remain silent. Your freedom of speech isn't just the freedom to speak. You have the freedom to be silent, to not self-incriminate yourself, or to capitulate towards the fascist. As we're seeing all over this country in the Republican Party, who is now the fascist party. You You have the right to freedom of speech, but you also have the right to remain silent. You have the right to own a gun in this country. That is what the Second Amendment says. You have the right to own a gun. You also have the right not to own one. You don't have to own one. It's not a thing that you have to do. You're not forced to do that. Your freedom of religion? You you have the freedom to have religion. You have the freedom to have it. 
without being punished by the government of what religion that you hold. But you also have the right not to have it. You see? You see how it works? You fucking dummies. Do you see how it works? The freedom to oppress the rights of other people is not liberty, you shit-eating morons. It's in the fucking, the intro, every single show. I'll say it again. The freedom to oppress the rights of other people is not liberty. We strive for liberty in this country. Liberty is what we are trying to achieve. Yes, it's difficult. Democracy is one of the most difficult forms of government. But it also delivers as close as you can get to equity and equality over time. It's difficult to get there. We know that from our country's history. And we shouldn't back away from that history. Jesus Christ, this law that they overturned in New York City, our New York, state of New York, it's a hundred-year-old law. It's a hundred years old, this law that they overturned. Talk about history. But we strive for liberty in this country. That's that's what we're going for. That's what we're supposed to achieve. And the way that we do that is our freedoms and our rights. But people get these things so fucking confused. It's so clear that we as pro-democracy people, if you're listening to me right now and you believe in democracy, it is so clear now that we hold tight to not just our ideas of democracy, but our institutions of democracy. Now, this morning, I think Keith Olbermann is, is trending because he's saying to you know cast out the Supreme Court. We have to tear the entire Supreme Court down. Well, that's not liberty. That's not liberty. That doesn't liberate the, the, the democracy. That undermines the democracy. That undermines the institution of checks and balances. As much as we have steered away from it, it's because we've kept our eye off the ball, folks. We, the people, are the fucking government. We are the democracy. It is us. And as long as the majority of we, the people, still believe in those democratic institutions, still believe in those democratic ideas, that yes, it is us who gets to decide. It's difficult because we disagree on a lot of different shit, especially details of a lot of different shit. But if we can all agree that yes, liberty is the thing that we strive for and the rights and the freedoms that are granted to us by our constitution that we keep in place because it's important to us to have that constitution and the foundation of our democracy. then those freedoms and rights will deliver us to liberty. We have to believe that regardless, regardless of decisions like today and more like decisions like tomorrow, that tomorrow is going to be a groundbreaking moment in this country 
when the Supreme Court rips away a right that is granted by the Constitution to someone who is pregnant. Rip it away from them. Rip it away from them. A real right to your bodily autonomy. The actual freedom to choose what you do with your body. And that's what delivers you liberty. (laughs) So many of these mogolodites, these trumped up white people, think that freedom is your, it's, it's your right to walk in a grocery store and have at least 30 different brands of pizza to choose from to put in the oven because we want frozen pizza. And it's also our freedom and our right to have dozens of choices of hot dogs that we can cook. This is really fucking boneheaded shit. They've lost their way, folks. They're deluded. They're delusional. And yes, it's the fascists that are drawing them down this road. I mean, really, unfortunately, it's a small percentage in this country, but it's a large number of people who actually believe that we're not even a democracy. They're like, oh, constitutional republic. Well, that's not a democracy. I mean, it, 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 it's the definition. I mean, words have definitions and they fucking mean things. But they don't to these people. They don't. They're scared terrified of democracy because democracy delivers those rights and freedoms and that liberty eventually to all people and that's what they fucking hate that's what they fucking hate because equality and equity to the privileged oh boy does it feel like oppression wow if they're getting something I must have something taken away from me. It's the same shit they've been selling these motherfuckers for decades about taxes. Well, if we tax the rich, then they're going to tax me. It affects me. You're really fucking dumb. But here we are. And what do we do? I mean, that's going to be the question, especially after tomorrow. After tomorrow, when the when the decision comes down to strike down Roe v. Wade, and state after state after state starts to undo rights that women have to their bodily autonomy, we're going to start to see that women in some states are second-class citizens because they do not have the full liberty. That other people in other states have. Just like we've seen in our history before. With blacks. With women and voting. We've seen this before. It's part of our history. We shouldn't steer away from it. Matter of fact. We should embrace it and tell the story. Because that story. Will deliver us. Closer to the equity. And equality that we desire. Through our democracy and those rights and that freedom to get to that liberty. But tomorrow they're going to strip it away. Tomorrow. And it won't stop there. They're not going to just stop tomorrow. They're like, oh, Roe v. Wade's overturned. Well, we did that. So we'll move, we'll move on. We'll move on to something different. They're not. They're going to do exactly with Roe v. Wade what they did today. 
with making sure that people in the state of New York are unsafe because anyone and everyone can just carry around a gun for no un- whatever reason they want. Because, you know, it's the Wild West. Pew, 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 pew. Wild fucking West, which what's funny about that is in the Wild West, they didn't actually let you carry your fucking guns around. Just saying. Like, that's what the whole OK Corral thing was over. You know, Wyatt Earp, that fucking movie. It was because people were trying to carry fucking guns where they weren't allowed to carry fucking guns. So they ended up killing each other. It's not it's it's not complicated. It's it's easy to go back and look at what happened. But they're not going to stop at Roe v. Wade tomorrow. They're going to do the same thing they're doing today with this law in the state. I mean, today they hate states' rights. Tomorrow they'll love states' rights and the states that want to take away your liberty. And then watch them turn very quickly. As soon as that decision is made, as soon as the decision is made to strike down Roe v. Wade in 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 the guise of states' rights, They'll have the narrative that it's not the state's rights to allow abortion. That's what they'll say. Nope. Absolutely not. We want states' rights when it suits us. But we don't want them when it doesn't suit us. Because they're fascists. They they have no, no qualms with building a narrative around the complete, utter falsehood. We've seen this with the Second Amendment for decades and decades and decades that they built this false narrative around a well-regulated militia. That's the fucking words. Read the goddamn amendment. Read that motherfucker. Read it. Just read the son of a bitch. And if you have to, go look up each one of those fucking words. Go look them up. See what the definition is. Decipher it for yourself. Yeah, I'm not going to do that here on the air. If you're not fucking, if you're not smart enough to go look at the words and read the goddamn text and then look up the goddamn definitions and make a real logical fucking choice about what those words mean, then yeah, I'm not not gonna be able to convince you. And we're not, we're not gonna be able to convince a lot of these people. That's not a thing that's gonna happen, folks. Jesus Christ, they're out from underneath their rocks. Donald Trump has given them permission time and time and time again to be out underneath these rocks. One of the problems that we got is for a long time, this fascist ideology has lived in the shadows, you know, under the thin veiled, thin veiled guise of conservatism. You've done it for for a long time. And I spoke about it with Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger. That yes, are they doing the right thing? Sure, absolutely, they're doing the right thing by being on the January sixth select committee which we're going to hear from more today, this afternoon. But hey, are they part of the coming out from underneath the rock? You goddamn right. It took Liz Cheney 190 days, folks. hundred. Remember this. She is on the, the side of truth now, but it took her 190 days to get to the House floor to tell the truth. 190 days from after the election, it took Liz Cheney to get to the floor of the House to declare... That yes, yes, it is a fact that Joe Biden won and Trump lost. It's not complicated. It is a fact. And from that moment on, she was on the side of truth, which is fine. 
I mean, she's not she's she's not our ally other than she adheres to this truth, this known truth. But we can't forget who these motherfuckers are. Liz Cheney, the Adam Kinzingers, the Kevin McCarthy's and the Mitch McConnell's. Liberals were excited that 14, that 14 Republican senators did the bare minimum to make sure that the filibuster didn't stop the debate for the bare minimum of gun reform and gun safety that that Americans want. That's that's that was everyone cheering. Democrats are really fucking dumb. They should have been out pounding these son of a bitches. Well, it's about goddamn time, you pieces of fucking shit. You're doing the bare minimum. You don't get a reward for doing the bare minimum. They didn't even vote for it. They just voted to debate the son of a bitch. Everyone thinks it's passed and it's a law. No, it's not. That ain't how it works. They just made sure that the American people knew that they weren't against the Senate debating whether we should have these common sense gun safety things because they seen the number they seen the sea wave against them but today the Supreme Court has very many decisions but the one that stands out obviously at this point with the breaking news is the second amendment Um, the reason why it's going to be standout is because they're going to be out pounding their chest they're going to be out in show they're going to be out in force they're going to want to they're going to want to exercise this new right that they have which is kind of funny that it's a new right. If it's a new right, if it was always a right, why is it new now? Now that they've overturned this 100-year law in the state of New York, which it looks like that seven other states will have to follow to take these laws off the books. Um, They're a little different from state to state, but there's several states that have similar laws, Connecticut, California, and a few others. But the thing that gets me the most in this decision is they talk about <laughs> they talk about sensitive areas. Sensitive? Oh, it's real sensitive. You talk about fucking sensitive motherfuckers. What do you mean sensitive? You mean like like anywhere near Brett Kavanaugh's home? No one can carry even a right winger. What about what about someone in a MAGA hat? You can't carry a, a handgun if you're in a MAGA hat. I mean, I don't know. It seems like you know you would not be a rhino if you were wearing a MAGA hat. Maybe maybe non. Rhinos could carry anywhere they want, even in the sensitive areas. Maybe that's where they're going next. Who knows? Who knows? Because the only good guy with a gun is the guy who breaks down the door to kill rhinos with a gun, right? Isn't that a good guy with a gun? Clearly, we have a disease in our country. Clearly. And this metastasizing. And hopefully that the country will pluck its head out of its ass. And cut off this cancer before it kills us. And today is the day that we are going to start that process again with day five of the January 6th select hearings. Where we start to pull back the curtain on Trumpism and the crimes that Trump and his allies committed on our democracy. We're going to hear from the DOJ officials, uh, Jeffrey Rosen, Richard Donahue, and Stephen Engel. 
Now, these are the guys when Bill Barr quit, just to give you a quick synopsis here. These are the guys when Bill Barr quit because he's like, nope, I'm not going to federal prison for you, dumb buck. Just like Rusty Bauer said on Tuesday, nope, I'm not going to prison for you, Rudy Giuliani, for you, Janellis, for you, Donald Trump. Bill Barr's like, I'm not going to go. I'm not going to do prison time for you, you dumbass. So he quit. These are the three guys that were in line. Trump said, oh, you won't do my bidding? Well, I'll appoint Jeffrey Clark, who will do my bidding. He'll do my bidding. He'll commit crimes for me. And these three guys are like, okay, well, if you do that, we'll resign. We're not going to do the criming thing. That's, yeah, I think that's probably a synopsis. I mean, we're going to have better commentary <laughs> and more extensive commentary than that. And I know we'll hear from this testimony of Jeffrey Rosen, Richard Donahue, and Stephen Engel today. Uh, the former acting attorney general, the former acting deputy attorney general, and the former assistant attorney general um, for the Office of Legal Counsel. So we're going to see those parts in the testimony today. Now, I want to give you news because you know we're live right now. I'm going to be live like almost all day because we're here live right now with the Tony Michaels podcast as we are every single weekday. Every single weekday. We are live, noon Eastern, 11 Central, 9 Pacific. On YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and simulcasting from the Midas Touch Facebook page. And here's the thing. Today, at 2 o'clock Eastern, is normally when we exactly end this show. We will be broadcasting the January 6th Select Hearing, Day 5 Hearings, with commentary. We do an hour before, because the gavel will go down at 3 o'clock Eastern in the afternoon, but we will do an hour of commentary before. I want to give a great announcement here today. We will hear from the Mizellus brothers. I believe Ben's going to give us a good rundown of uh, of these witnesses that are going to appear today uh, from the perspective of the witnesses, who they are, but also the legal aspect of who they are and what their jobs were and what we know about the, the public evidence so far and maybe surmise what they're going to testify to. We're also we're also going to hear from Texas Paul. The Midas Mighty out there knows Texas Paul is a favorite. And I have a special, special, special guest today on the first hour of commentary before the hearing. We are going to hear from President Ronald Reagan's son, Ron Reagan. He did a video for Midas Touch a couple weeks ago, I believe, or last week. It's hard to, <laughs> this stuff is running together for me. But Ron Reagan is going to join us in the very first hour to talk about the January 6th select hearings and our democracy and what this all means for our democracy. So Ron Reagan will join us. So be sure, be sure, because here's what we're going to do. I'm going to end this broadcast about 15, 20 minutes early than I normally do to give myself time to prepare to start the broadcast over on Midas Touch channel, their YouTube channel. At 2 o'clock p.m. Eastern. Again, we're going to do an hour before the hearing starts of commentary. So you guys get a good idea of what's going to happen at that hearing. So come join us on the Midas Touch YouTube channel. Go over there. I'll post that link here. Um, I'm the only one running the show today, too. Um, Gabe Sanchez is on an airplane, I believe, or in an airport right now. Um, But he's going to be on an airplane. So he's not going to be able to help me. Uh, run, run all the, run all the, the, the doodads and the widgets and the go getters and all that. So I'm by myself today. So stay with me here 
today. We are going to do about an hour and 40, hour and 45 minutes of our two hours regular. And then what we're going to do is take a little break. And then we're going to jump over to the Midas Touch YouTube channel to talk commentary for an hour before the gavel falls for day five of the January 6th select hearings, the public hearings were Jeffrey Rosen, the former acting attorney general, Richard Donahue, the former acting deputy attorney general, and Stephen Engel, the former assistant attorney general for the Office of Legal Counsel, will testify in front of the January 6th select hearing today in public. Um, I'm not sure exactly. I don't, I don't know if it's Raskin or if it's Schiff going to be running this uh, hearing today on some of the questions. So that should be interesting to see as well. So again, we will broadcast here live until we take that break. And then we will go over to the Midas Touch YouTube page. So don't forget to find that link. I will put that link in the chat here. So stay with us. I'll put that link in the chat so you guys have it when this broadcast is over. Um, and I'm going to take a quick break here. Don't go anywhere. And if you do go somewhere, go set a reminder for that link over on Midas YouTube channel. And then come back here because we will be back right after this break. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. Mark, 60 seconds. This is the Tony Michaels Podcast. Are you numb and alone after storming the Capitol? Have you been left out in the cold after stealing Nancy Pelosi's mail? Do you feel exposed to a government that doesn't share your patriotic values? If any of these describe you, then you're in luck. Hi, I'm Paul Gosar, and thanks to my new product, Pardon Blanket, I've got you covered. Pardon Blanket specifically works to make you feel safe and cozy after your involvement on January 6th. And if you're one of the other members of Congress who also helped with the attempted coup, Pardon Blanket will protect you too. Pardon Blanket is made of a sort of soft fleece and a layer of sheep's wool. And they're 100% made in the USA. Don't delay and get your pardon blanket today for just $99.99. Actual pardons not guaranteed. Jumping back into it, this is the Tony Michaels Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the show. Thanks for sticking around through the break. There's that. There's that. Oh, man. I need I, this not having Gabe Sanchez, my executive producer and co-host running the widgets and the doodads over here. <laughs> I'm trying I'm trying to do several different things. I'm trying to run the show here and I'm also trying to get everything set up over there. Over there's. So there's the link in the chat. So if you want the link in the chat, there's the link in the chat. Go right now and set your reminder uh, and come right back here. So go set your reminder and then push the back button so you can come back here uh, because we still have another hour, another hour of the Tony Michaels podcast here on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch. Also subscribe to our channel while you're here 
on YouTube. You do not want to miss a single episode. We broadcast every single weekday, Monday through Friday, noon Eastern, 11 Central, 9 Pacific, for two full hours. Of course, today it's a little longer because we have the special select hearing. But we broadcast two full hours, Monday through Friday. And today's Thursday. So all the uh, <laughs> all the listeners out there who have been with us, but for the new listeners that don't know, today on Thursday, we always put out the Bonehead of the Week poll where you choose the Bonehead of the Week. And on Fridays in the second hour, me and Gabe Sanchez break down the Bonehead of the Week. So don't forget to go follow us on Twitter, at Tony Michaels Pod. That's where you will find the poll. You can also find the poll here on YouTube. So don't forget to subscribe here on YouTube. We do a poll on each place, YouTube and Twitter. The nice part about this podcast is it's also able to be downloaded on Apple, Spotify, Google, or your favorite directory. Don't forget to download every single episode. If you don't want to look at my pretty face, well, then maybe you'll go listen to my pretty voice over on the directories and make sure to, you know, leave us, leave us a, a, a review and give us a good review and five stars, all that kind of good stuff over there. Also, if you want to join the Super Chat and YouTube, if you're not aware what the Super Chat is, don't worry. Come on over here. Talk to the people in the Super Chat on YouTube, and you will be able to find out exactly what the Super Chat is. Speaking of chat, boy, the the, the porn bots are out today. Holy shit. I'm, try, I'm trying to manage. <laughs> I'm trying to. I need. We, we, I'm trying to manage the porn bots here. I don't know if you guys see this, but holy shit, they're just everywhere. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. So I'm trying. I'm trying here. I'm trying to run the show and do this. But for all the new listeners out there, we got a, new, a lot of new listeners here on the broadcast. Today, we we go through the Tweety Tweets and the Trendy Trends every single weekday, Monday through Friday. We try to go through the Tweety Tweets and Trendy Trends, what's happening out there on the shit list roundup. So let's start the countdown and let's get to the shit list. Welcome, welcome back to the show. Thanks for sticking with us here on the Tony Michaels podcast. We're going to go through the Tweety Tweets and the Trendy Trends. There's a lot of shit to get to today. A lot of stuff is trending because of the Supreme Court mainly, but it looks like we have some breaking news. Um, looks like 16 Michigan Republicans who signed a certificate falsely claiming to cast the state's electoral votes to Donald Trump in December 2020 are receiving grand jury uh, subpoenas from federal officials today. Um, so this is um, this is news here. Let me see if I can pull that up on the screen uh, so you guys can see that there. There we go. Um, this is from Spiro Agnew's Ghost. Um, again, it says breaking some of the 16 Michigan Republicans who signed a certificate falsely claiming to cast their state's electoral votes to Donald Trump in December 2020 are receiving grand jury subpoenas from federal officials today. That seems significant. Eh, what do you think? 
See, I, I, I'm, I'm really tired of people. Oh, there's DOJ is doing nothing. Well, here's DOJ doing something. Here it is, folks. You're seeing it. Uh, yesterday, we talked about Andrew Gillum. Uh, you remember this guy? I guess he ran for governor against Ron DeSantis. He's a Democrat. In 2018, he apparently committed uh, campaign finance uh, law. He broke fan- federal campaign finance laws. Now, everyone in this country is entitled to uh, innocence until guilt is proven. But here's the thing is that uh, if you look, go back and look, 2018 is when that race was run. We're four years in, and this guy is just now thinking he's going to get indicted. This shit takes time. Now, to be fair, and with the January 6th and the the, stole, the steal of our democracy, which we're seeing more and more lay out in these January 6th uh, hearings, uh, it, it's going to take a little bit of time. But it, it, they've hired so many people, and there's so much focus. But there's so many people involved in this thing. It's not just like a three people involved in this thing. This thing had many different tiers. It had many different levels. There were many different schemes for Trump to take over the government and be the dictator. I mean, when you're a buffoon, when you're a stupid fuck, when you're a stupid fuck, your best bet is to have as many, as many cards to play as you possibly can when you're going to try to take over democracy and shit on it. Like that's, you know, you want to have as many cards to play. So, you know, he had the DOJ, which we're going to hear about today in the hearings over on the Midas Touch YouTube channel when we broadcast the hearing live. We're going to hear the DOJ part of the plan. We we heard this part of the state electors and, this, and the pressure that the Giuliani and Jenna Ellis and Donald Trump were putting on state officials on Tuesday. When they were trying to pressure not just, not just uh, the elected officials, but even election workers and the volunteers they were putting on. Miss Moss and her mother and even their grandmother. They were trying to put pressure on them. Uh, we 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 saw the one leg of of the coup attempt where they were trying to pressure Mike Pence to declare Donald Trump king. Well, that was that was another thing. Well, there you go. Oh man, there's another leg. There's another card that they were trying to play. And now we see this breaking news of these 16 Michigan Republicans uh, who were part of this. Uh, fraudulent state electors scheme. There's another leg of it. There's another leg where they were trying to trying to subvert our democracy and steal it away. Um, I have uh, some video I want to play here. Um, if I can find exactly what I want here. Do, do, do. Bear with me. I'm not finding it. Let's just go to the Tweety Tweets and Trendy Trends here. Let's go to the trends. Um, We have it at the very top, Second Amendment, of course. And, of course, it's it's full up. It's full up with right-wingers. Yay! Woohoo! We can now carry to scare anyone we want. Isn't this great? We get to carry our weapons to scare anyone on the streets that we want. And really use and really use the little dick energy of a handgun to terrify people, because yeah, you know that's what it is. It's little dick energy. And the New York Daily News has the top headline here: Breaking Supreme Court rules. New York century-old concealed carry handgun law violated the Second Amendment. 
in a 6-3 decision, which is the court's most significant gun rights ruling in more than a decade, voided the state's Sullivan Act, which, again, it's a 100-year-old law. Uh, Kyle uh, reports here, um, but to give him thanks for that tweet there. Uh, Kyle reports here, uh, New York State Governor Kathy Hogel responds to the Supreme Court ruling. She says, shocking, absolutely shocking that they have taken away our right to, to reasonable restrictions. Again, she's talking about the state's rights. Today, they're against states' rights. Tomorrow, when they overturn the right for women to have bodily autonomy, they'll be for states' rights. So today, they're against state rights. Tomorrow, they will be for them. Be assured of that. Um, Kyle goes on to say, uh, quote the governor, we can have restrictions on speech, but somehow there's no restrictions allowed on the Second Amendment, which is kind of what this decision is saying. Um, I'll tweet the retweet the quote from the governor of New York there that Kyle has. Um, of course, again, we've got a lot of right wingers in here just pounding their chest, you know, saying, oh, yay, yay. We get to we get to use our fascism and our handguns to scare anyone we want, wherever we want. It's going to be great. It's going to be fantastic. Now that the American Taliban gets to open carry in any state that they want. I mean, that's kind of the, uh, hey, there we are. Let's see. Uh, There is a, there's a couple. Well, I thought there was a couple of reports here. Here, here's MSNBC's uh, uh, report on the breaking news. Let's watch this real quick and see what they had to say there. Well, it was 14 years ago that the Supreme Court said that the Second Amendment does provide an individual right to have a gun, but they said it was at home for self-defense. And ever since then, the court has declined to answer the question, well, what about the part of the Second Amendment that says keep and bear arms? What about guns in public? And today, the Supreme Court has answered that question by a vote of six to three in an opinion written by Justice Clarence Thomas, saying that the Second Amendment does provide a right to have a gun outside the home. Now, the law in question in New York said there's no there's no right to carry a gun openly in New York. But to get a concealed carry permit, a person had to go to the county sheriff and show some special need, something beyond just a general desire for self-defense. So did you catch that? That's the law in New York that they were trying to overturn. So a century ago and uh, literally 100 years ago. Now, you got to remember the context here. You got to remember what guns were like 100 years ago versus now. Right. I mean, there, there's there's a big difference in the in the in the, the actual efficiency <laughs> of guns then and guns now. And I am by efficiency, I mean, you know, to protect yourself or to go into a school and murder 19 children and two two teachers, you know, that kind of efficiency. But there's a difference in efficiency than 100 years ago. But what he is describing here on MSNBC, the law is saying that, yeah, it's reasonable, that you have to have a reasonable, um, a reason to carry a weapon in public. A hundred years ago, a hundred years ago, they understood this. Let's continue. And today the Supreme Court said that's unconstitutional. That puts a limit on the right to have a gun. So the Supreme Court... And this is really fucking stupid. This does not put a limit on having a gun. It's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. It's like saying, well... You know, we need to get rid of these speed limit signs because the speed limit signs really restrict my right to have a car. 
Like if my car can go a hundred miles an hour, shouldn't I be able to drive a hundred miles an hour for fuck's sake? The idea, the idea that that any regulation placed on something is the is in any way infringes on your right to actually possess that thing is fucking stupid. It really is fucking dumb. We do this all day, every day with everything else in this country. Everything else. Point to anything. Point me out to anything that isn't as unregulated as firearms. Give it to me. Show it to me. Give me the proof of something that is less regulated than firearms. Jesus Christ, they're they're recalling and the FDA, the government, is telling Jewel that you can't fucking have cigarettes, e-cigarettes. And that's not coming from some kind of shit-lib Democrats. That was started under the Trump administration when they were like, oh my God, they're selling strawberry e-cigarette flavoring, which I'm not saying that we should or shouldn't look at that. But what I am saying is the federal government has the power to ban strawberry flavored e-cigarettes because it's a consumer problem. It's a consumer protection problem. And people may be getting sick and dying from it. Yet, yet guns go unregulated in the consumer protection market. Get the fuck out of here with this shit. You people have lost your goddamn minds. You're fucking lunatics. You've lost the meaning of words. You don't give a fuck up. You don't give a fuck about what reality is anymore. Don't give two shits. If you went and just read the fucking Second Amendment that you claim to love, you know what the fuck it says. And you know that New York and any other state has the right to regulate their militia. Well-regulated militia. But again, today, today they're against states' rights. Tomorrow they'll be for them. When they have to take women's liberty away, because we have to have this slow burn fascism. Let's listen in with the, for the remainder here. It says, number one, states cannot uh, put these special restrictions on getting a gun for a concealed carry permit. Now, this decision obviously will have an immediate effect in New York, and it'll also affect the seven other states that have similar laws, California, Connecticut, Delaware, Hawaii, Maryland, Massachusetts, and New Jersey. But the opinion also says that states can restrict areas, sensitive places is what the opinion says. There you go. There's the sensitive places. And the sensitive places are the places that they don't want people like Eric Reitens to kick down the door and come kill them with guns. Those sensitive places. You know, they're going to make sure to restrict those things. I mean, until until they're dissidents and then they're not sensitive anymore. As long as you're not as long as you're not a dissident, it won't, you know. You'll have a sensitive, safe space to live in. They want protections for themselves. They don't want it for average Americans. It's going to continue like this. It will continue to go like this. Let's finish up. Where guns can be off limits. But this is a very important ruling for Second Amendment rights. The second big Second Amendment ruling in our history. It's not an important ruling for Second Amendment rights. This is a bastardization of Second Amendment. That's nonsense, too. And this is not some big fucking groundbreaking thing for the Second Amendment. You're doing the opposite of what it fucking says. Words mean shit. Just because you have people like that fucking treacherous 
son of a bitch like Clarence Thomas, whose wife was trying to overthrow the government with Donald Trump. And then he he tries with his vote to block the evidence to go to January 6th Select Committee. Hmm, I wonder why. Just because those fucking morons interpret the language however they want definitions and reality be damned. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. And again, it's our democracy. It's up to us. We are the ones who let this happen, folks. We are the one who let this happen. We we took our eye off the ball. And I don't just mean like people pro-democracy. People in general. The other day, Kyrie Irving, which team he was going to go on, was more important to Americans than our democracy. It was trending. Everyone was like, oh, Kyrie Irving, where's he going to go? He going to go to this team? He going to go to that team? Well, goddamn, that's important shit. It might be important, but it's not as important as the democracy that provides the ability for Kyrie Irving or for you to discuss what fucking team Kyrie Irving is going to be on. Do you not understand this? Do you not get this? If our fucking democracy fails, if we just let it, if we just throw it away, throw it in the trash and let authoritarian, the authoritarians take over, you don't get to have the fucking NBA the way it is. You Are you, are you fucking kidding me? You're not, you're not going to have the churches that you think. You're not. You're not going to have these things. These aren't things that you're going to, you're not, your community is going to be different. Your church is going to be different. Your schools, you you think these fascists who are banning math books so people don't know how to fucking do math so they can't count on their fingers how many Supreme Court justices they're supposed to be to have a decent fucking fair ruling in this country? You think those people are going to keep public education? Get the fuck out of here with that shit. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. They're going to try to tear it down. The whole way. And we see it inch by inch here as they bought and paid for each Supreme Court justice that's there making these fucking decisions. Here you go. Here's an example. Turning number one is Second Amendment. We're now all people are in danger of trumped up people walking around with handguns playing fucking cowboy, which they don't know that in the Wild West, guns were even more regulated than they are today. No clue. No clue. Same motherfuckers who are like, oh, my grandpappy was a farmer. Your grandpappy voted for FDR. Your grandpappy was the first socialist in this country. You stupid bastard. Here you go. Number two, Arch Manning. Goddamn breaking news. Class of 2023. Well, let's let's go to the presses. For a year from now, five-star quarterback Arch Manning has announced he's going to play for the team. Who gives a rat's ass? There won't be Texas Longhorns. I mean, there might be, but if there's dissidents, there won't be. Eric Greitens will go fucking murder him. Here's another decision and coming in at number three. Under under the breaking story that some some guy with the last name Manning is going to play at a college somewhere. He's going to throw a football. Oh, important shit. Number three, politics. Miranda writes. This is another decision. Uh, the Supreme Court on Thursday shielded police from being sued by suspects for failing to provide well-known Miranda rights. So in other words, if they don't read you your Miranda rights, you can't sue them. 
There's more more shit. And here's the jewel story. Here's 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 the story where the government can actually regulate things. There you go. The FDA orders Jewel Labs to remove all of its vaping devices and pods from the U.S. market. Now, again, if you remember, this was pushed by the Trump administration, rightly, wrongly, whatever, whatever stance you have on e-cigarettes. I actually believe that we can regulate the e-cigarettes to where they're not marketed to children, just like we do cigarettes in this country. You know, there's a model for this with cigarettes and alcohol already. We can regulate these things. And yeah, you know, again, we're not going to agree on everything. Democracy is difficult, but we can do that. But here you are. Here you see this story number five that the FDA is going to remove. Remove all vaping devices and pods from the U.S. market. Here they are. Here they are admitting that e-cigarettes are so much more dangerous than weapons. I mean, you know, what if that guy down in Uvalde had a jewel? What if he fucking went into that school with a jewel? What would he have done? Blue vapor into the into the faces of 19 children and two teachers? Holy shit. Well, goddamn, we just can't have that. We can't have that. We have to regulate these jewels. We have to regulate these e-cigarettes. It's important to our country. Get the fuck out of here. If you can do that, you can regulate guns, you sons of bitches. That's how it works. That's how it's worked for centuries here. Fuck out of here with this shit. We can't regulate products in this country. Just because a handful of people, a handful of families profit from the manufacture of firearms, we can't fucking regulate them? Fuck you. Fuck you. And again, this does not get me discouraged, folks. This only pumps me up. It pumps me up for this midterm, giving more fucking reason to vote for pro-democracy and anti-fascist candidates in the midterm. This doesn't fucking pump you up. I don't know what will, because tomorrow is really going to get your heart going. And I would imagine that these hearings today are really going to piss you off as well and get you fired up. Again, we're going to broadcast from the Midas Touch YouTube channel. As soon as this broadcast, we're going to take a we're going to take a break here in about 35 minutes. We'll take a quick break from the show here and we'll move to the Midas Touch YouTube channel for day 5 of the January 6th select hearings. That is the news here on the Tony Michaels podcast. Day 5 where we will see the witnesses Jeffrey Rosen, the former acting attorney general, Richard Donahue, the former acting deputy attorney general, and Stephen Engel, the former assistant attorney general for the Office of Legal Counsel, testify to the fact that Donald Trump and his allies were trying to pressure, again, another pressure campaign to overturn the election. We're going to see that today. Uh, Here is number seven, the justices are are trending. And in, a, in number eight, Keith Olbermann is trending. Uh, it says political commentator Keith Olbermann appears to promote the legal theory of nullification by tweeting on Thursday that it is necessary to dissolve the Supreme Court and that ruling should be ignored by states. This is really fucking dumb, by the way. That's right. I'm going to call out Keith Olbermann here. This is really fucking dumb. This is not, this is not pro-democracy here. Keith Olbermann is not being pro-democracy. We have to stop spiraling ourselves into into this trap of authoritarianism because 
we want something that we can't have in the moment. You can't nullify a branch of our checks and balances. It's not a thing. It's part of our democracy. It's part of our constitution. Keith Olbermann has this fucking wrong. He's got it wrong. Sorry, Keith. Not one, not one that you got right here. What we need to do, what we need to do is lift up our democratic institutions. Do the math. Stop banning math and do the math of how many Supreme Court justices we're supposed to have on the court and fight for it. Fight as hard as they're willing to fight. They fought goddamn hard to buy and pay for these Supreme Court justices to take away our liberty and our right to safety and our liberty and our right to our bodily autonomy. They fought goddamn hard for these fascists to be bought and paid for and placed on this Supreme Court, and we should fight just as hard and use our democracy and our ballot as the tool. It's there still. It's hanging by a thread, but if you don't use it, you will lose it. Be damn sure of that. It's time. Not tomorrow, not next week. Right fucking now. Right now is the time. And one of the most patriotic things you can do today is to go listen to the fucking truth of what led up to the day of January 6th and the pressure campaign of the Department of Justice, another leg of the Cheeto Dust Kangaroo coup. Go listen to the truth. Um, Here's number 12 trending. Hashtag SCOTUS is compromised. Well, uh, we've known that for the last several weeks. Hopefully we'll get testimony from Jeannie Thomas about how it is compromised. You know, they want to do investigations on the leak of the decision that's going to come down tomorrow, which is going to strip away the right that has been afforded to women for decades in this country to their bodily autonomy. They want to, oh, they want to investigate the leak, but they're not going to investigate the, the QAnon nonsense that the Supreme Court justice's wife was trying to rot on our country by texting Mark Meadows all kinds of QAnon garbage, trying to, trying to fucking convince Arizona state legislators and others to overturn our election, to take away and steal away our vote. Fuck you. Fuck you. Everyone's uh, number 15, Stacy, is trending. I think this is Stacy Abrams is uh, trending here. Uh, <laughs> I, th- I think it was Herschel Walker that says uh, if it's something I, I, I'm not I'm not sure who knows what this word salad. The CTE brain dead fuck says. He's got multiple personalities. He's got multiple children that he's never seen in his life. He doesn't claim them. He's he's a psycho and a lunatic with a gun. We've heard stories of him placing guns to people's heads in his own head, playing Russian roulette, roulette and all kinds of crazy-ass shit. But I think he says, let's go in here. Let's go in this thread. I think the reason why we're seeing this is he said something that uh, to the effect that she should be, I don't know, leave. he's going to leave the state if she wins. Now, here's the outline or the headline. I don't know if this is why this she's trending or not. Georgia gubernatorial candidate Stacey Abrams outlines her proposal plan to raise pay for police officers in the 
address the erosion of trust in law enforcement. So that's the headline. And maybe that's true why it's just trending. But I think it's because of this Herschel Walker statements. What the fuck? This can't be true. Herschel Walker says there's 52 states. Ah, well, goddamn. I mean, I wouldn't be opposed for for Puerto Rico and Washington, D.C. to get statehood. I'm all for that, Herschel. Yeah, sure. I think we could agree on that, that there should be 52 states. There's not now. That's part of the problem. And we can talk about this. Let's see. What else do we have? Um, Stacey, I I think it's something about moving out of the state. If she wins, people are going to move out of the state. I don't know. These fucking people are dumb. Really, honestly, (laughs) I guess guess, uh, if it's joking, maybe. But if we could clone Stacey Abrams and get her to get into our our Stacey Abrams-esque type folks to go help fight for our democracy in other states. That would be damn good right about now. We could use that help. Number 16 is Dobbs is trending. Uh, the U.S. Supreme Court did not release the decision on Dobbs versus Jackson, the women's health organization case on Thursday. Um, this is alluding to the fact that we are probably going to see the ruling to overturn Roe v. Wade and strip away women's liberty to the right to their bodily autonomy uh, come down tomorrow. Uh, Some are even speculating that may be why they're delaying some of these hearings. You guys know we're having a hearing today right after the show here. We're going to take a break um, quicker than we normally do. We're going to cut this broadcast about 15, 20 minutes than we normally have uh, so we can get prepared for the January 6th select hearing day five over on the Midas touch YouTube channel. Um, And we were going to uh, hear from the DOJ witnesses over there. Uh, So go, go check that out on the Midas touch YouTube channel. The link is at the top. You can set your reminder there. I will say um, that we will have an hour of coverage beforehand, starting at 2 PM Eastern. Uh, We're going to have some, a special panel, uh, we'll talk about the witnesses. Uh, we have some favorites of the Midas Mighty, uh, maybe the Mizellus brothers. I know Ben's going to join us uh, for breaking down the witnesses. I think uh, Brett and Jordy might as well join us. We have uh, Midas Mighty favorite Texas Paul will join us, but also a very special guest, Ron Reagan. Ron Reagan will join us. He did a video for Midas Touch about our democracy in these select hearings. Um, he's going to be joining us uh, as well. Um, for those hearings. So um, I'm going to take a quick break. When we come back, we will go through more of the Tweety Tweets and Trendy Trends. Stick around. Don't go anywhere. We will be right back. What the fuck is wrong with you people? It's a rhetorical question at best. We'll be right back on the Tony Michaels Podcast. Fellow patriots, what would you do if there was a Trump supporter right in front of you, crying in pain because they have to live under communist tyranny? We know what you would do. You'd reach out and give that true American a hand. Now, here's your chance. For only $50 a day, you can help us help those true Americans recover from Biden's socialist reign of terror. These are those Trump supporters, and this is that moment. Send your donation via Venmo to the real president, Donald J. Trump. 
It's only $50 a day, <clears throat> recurring. And it means you'll get these Trump supporters the critical help they so desperately need to survive under this false regime. Please donate now, because those Trump supporters you just saw can't wait another moment. Fuck em, fuck em, fuck em, fuck em, fuck em, fuck em. We're back to the Tony Michaels Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the show. Thanks for sticking through the break. Again, we're gonna we're gonna jump out just a little early today, so we can set up and get ready for the January sixth select hearing, day number five. We have three witnesses that we're gonna hear from today. Um, I'm not sure if Adam Schiff is going to question or Jamie Raskin, but we're going to hear from the former acting attorney general, uh, Jeffrey Rosen. You guys remember when Bill Barr decided he wasn't going to be part of federal crimes, he resigned uh, from the office of attorney general. Uh, it, it made it sound like that, you know, is all peach and keen. But now we know from testimony uh, inside inside the January 6th uh, closed door room where Bill Barr had to testify under oath that it wasn't all keechy. Yeah, peachy and keen, keachy and peen. I don't know <laughs> uh, that he was telling him it was all bullshit. The Cheeto dust monster grandpa poopy pants was very pissed off, was very upset at him. And I'm I'm sure that's um, <laughs> that one of the reasons why Bill Barr wanted to resign. He's like, ah, this federal crime thing, this federal prison thing eh, it's probably not something I want to do. So Jeffrey Rosen was stepped up to be the, uh, the acting attorney general at the time because we didn't have a lot of time between the time that Bill Barr resigned. Because he was supposed to resign after Christmas. If you go back and you rewind a little bit, back to 2020, it was announced that Bill Barr was going to resign after Christmas because he wanted to have a break or some shit. You know, he just can't couldn't stomach the, the, the additional four weeks that he might have to work after Christmas. I don't know. It was all bullshit. We know that now. That was all nonsense. He knew Trump was going to try to steal the fucking election, and he said nothing. He said fucking nothing. Jesus Christ, his, his letter, his resignation, was like, I love the president of the United States. He's so awesome. I put knee pads on for him every single day and fluff him. Get the fuck out of here, Bill Barr. Again, that's like making Mike Pence a hero. We see that. We see that. He was looking for any reason he could to give, give Trump a good reason why he would just crown him king. He couldn't find one, but he was looking for it. But Jeffrey Rosen, Richard Donahue, and we're going to see this in their testimony. We've already seen some of this uh, testimony leak out through some of these other hearings. You know what they actually said and through tape. Um, here's the thing is that Richard Donahue and Jeffrey Rosen said, look, if you want to make this Jeffrey Clark character, the attorney general, we quit. You're out of your fucking mind. This Jeffrey Clark person is willing to commit crimes. For you and Trump's like, oh yeah, that's what we want. Woo, baby, let's get that Jeffrey Clark. He's willing to commit crimes in my name to make me king. Let's make that guy the attorney general. I like an attorney general who commits crimes. That's what Trump was thinking. And Jeffrey Rosen and Donnie were like, you're fucking out of your goddamn gourd. You lost, you lost your fucking marbles. The marbles packed their shit and left. I'm like, all right, Harold, get your shit. We're fucking out of here. We're out of here. Fuck this shit. We're gonna go to another marble state. <laughs> Hell. Elections have consequences, folks. That's why you have to vote. You have to. You have to exercise your right to democracy. You have to. 
at every single inch. And it's not just about going into the ballot box and marking the ballot. That's not exactly what it's. I mean, that's the end result, right? Like, that's the thing you get to with the right to vote. I mean, you, you have the right to register people. You had the right to register yourself. You had you had the right to get people the knowledge about registering and about voting. You had the right to get people knowledge about the candidates that they're going to be voting for. You have those rights. That's all part of the right to vote. That's all part of it. And you have to engage. You have to continue to fight for our democracy. And yes, and yes, it's difficult. I understand democracy is difficult. I mean, I don't agree with every every Democrat, every liberal, every Democratic socialist, every moderate, every independent. We're not going to agree on all these things. We're not. We're not going to agree on all the details. But if we stand around debating the details of a bill that doesn't exist because we don't have the power to get that bill to exist, that bill will never exist. And it's a waste of fucking breath. It's a waste of hot air. And we need to stop doing it. We're all on the team of democracy. That's the one thing that these fascists are really good at. They're on the team, and it doesn't matter how far they go, boy, they'll take it to the very bitter end. I mean, unless their own freedom is at stake, like Rusty Bowers. Rusty Bowers, we seen on Tuesday, the Arizona House Speaker was like, oh, goddamn, I didn't want to commit crimes. But then when he left the room and he was not under oath anymore, he told the Associated Press, goddamn right, I'd vote for Trump. I like that criminal. Woohoo! He threatened me, threatened my family. Hell, he'll probably kill me if he gets back in power. That's why I have to say today that I'd vote for him because I'm terrified of, of his supporters like Eric Ridens to come kick down my door and fucking murder me with guns. I don't know. That's what I fucking saw it as. I don't think Rusty Bowers is any kind of hero. I think the January 6th Select Committee subpoenaed his ass, set him in the seat, and he had to tell the truth under oath. Fucking Trump even threatened that motherfucker before the hearing. Tony, he threatened him. You goddamn right he threatened him. You goddamn right he threatened him. That letter, he released a statement basically saying, Rusty Bowers told me that the election was rigged. And Rusty Bowers had to sit there after Adam Schiff had enough fucking sense to just ask him the question did you say that shit to him he's like no not only did i not say that shit to trump i didn't say that shit to anybody even after that rusty bowers walks out of the room tells the associated press you goddamn right i would vote for that fascist you goddamn right i'd vote for that guy who tried to overturn the government who tried to get me to who break my sacred oath and commit federal crimes you goddamn right because they're scared they're scared of people like eric Greitens. They're scared of this idea that people are going to be carrying around guns everywhere, that this is the Wild West. Pew, 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 pew. But it's up to you. It's up to you. Your right to vote is much is much stronger than, than the, uh, to a well-regulated militia. Okay? Your right to vote is much stronger. It carries much more weight than the well-regulated militia. You know, the gravy seals who have to carry a bazooka to go order a Subway sandwich. Fucking dumb shits. But your right to vote is much, much more important, much stronger. And has way more thrust than these ideas. Uh, speaking of ideals, uh, the 17 is trending here on the Tweety Tweets and Trend Trend Federalist Society. Again, we know that the Federalist Society has bought and paid for the Supreme Court. And Sheldon Whitehouse 
has done a lot of work on um, the Federalist Society and outing them and getting the information to the public. Not a lot of people listen. Maybe there's a video here inside this. Here's here's a great graphic here talking about what I was talking about earlier, uh, the geographic boundary. You know, there's 13 appellate courts in the United States of America. Now, in recent past, when we expand the appellate courts, which means we add district or regions, then we add Supreme Court justices for those appellate courts. Well, we haven't done that the last four times that we added appellate courts. Well, the last four appellate courts that we've added. So it's time that we get the amount of Supreme Court justices that we're supposed to have. We can do math. Even though Republicans in Florida are banning math, we can still do math. So expand the court. Uh, Mark had this uh, posted here. I'll retweet this for Mark. Thank you, Mark, for your tweet. Thanks for stopping by the Tony Michaels podcast today. Okay. Let's see. I, I, I want to see if we can get some Sheldon Whitehouse. Maybe I should just search Sheldon Whitehouse. Uh, probably. Probably be the easiest way because he's um, he's had a lot of official statements on Supreme Court uh, using the Federal Society as a, a a bought and paid for mechanism for this. Let me see if I can find. He's gave a lot of statements inside Congress on this stuff. Um, I believe uh, this might be it where he's talking about big money donors. Let's listen in here to this video that Sheldon Winehouse has posted on his Twitter page um, here. The legal theories are actually pretty easy to come up with. You reverse engineer. You start with what big donor interests want and then work backwards. And what lots of big donors want, especially fossil fuel companies, is to weaken and disable government regulation. Government regulators stop all sorts of harmful corporate practices, pollution of our air, water, and climate, dangerous factory floor working conditions, crooked schemes that cheat investors, snake oil medications that don't cure disease, unsafe products, insurance policies that don't pay. The list is long. Demolishing that protective network of regulations protecting Americans' health, safety, and financial well-being is a scheme priority. And the destruction begins by pejoratively naming the agencies whose work protects us the administrative state. Now, there you see a video from Sheldon uh, Whitehouse on that. L let's go to some breaking news here. Um, getting this across the wires, it looks like it's... Uh, um, it's been about a half hour ago. This was being reported. Uh, Catherine here says breaking federal agents searched the Virginia home of former Trump heiress justice department official, Jeffrey Clark. You've heard me say that name several times today, Jeffrey Clark on Wednesday morning, according to multiple sources with direct knowledge of the activity. Um, here are the, I'm going to go ahead and retweet this so you guys can, um, go follow the story and follow these, um, and track this down to the people who have it here. Um, it looks like 
what's being reported here is Jeffrey Clark. As you know, I've been saying today, Jeffrey Clark is the is the the Department of Justice official who Donald Trump wanted to make the attorney general. And because he wanted to make um, him the attorney general, Jeffrey Rosen and Richard Donahue threatened to resign uh, their seats as acting attorney general and acting deputy attorney general. And the reason why is because Rosen and Donahue wouldn't do what Trump wanted, which was overturn the election. Uh, Jeffrey Clark was willing to do that, apparently. I mean, that was the that was the knowledge that Trump had. He thought Jeffrey Clark would help him in his scheme as the pressure campaign on the DOJ was increased. Bill Barr was ousted, and then Jeffrey Rosen and Donahue were trying to be ousted by Donald Trump and Jeffrey Clark. It looks like Wednesday morning, uh, so this was yesterday morning, uh, the federal agents searched the Virginia home of, of Jeffrey Clark. You also know that Jeffrey Clark has been in, held in contempt of Congress. Um, so I don't know. This probably doesn't have to do with the contempt charge. It probably has to do with, I don't know, him committing seditious conspiracy <laughs> to overturn our government of the United States as he took an oath to. Just remember that. Just fucking Christ. How is this so hard to understand? Um, so let's go to again the Tweety Tweets and Trendy Trends. We got we got about uh, I've got about ten more minutes, ten or fifteen more minutes that we're going to be on this broadcast, and then we're going to take a quick break. We're going to go over to um, the Midas Touch YouTube channel, and what we'll do there is we will we will broadcast the live hearing day five um, for. Uh, we will broadcast day five. I'm trying to find the link here. Sorry about that. Yeah, I'm running everything by myself here. Gabe Sanchez, where are you? No, he's he's actually, he's busy today. He's busy today. So it's just me. It's just me that you got today. Um, here is the, here's the link in the chat here uh, for the link to the Midas Touch YouTube video. That we will go to as soon as as soon as the top of the hour comes, uh, which will be two o'clock Eastern time here in about 30 minutes. We will start the broadcast. We will start the commentary for the January 6th Select Committee Day 5. So be sure to find that link, set your reminder and go there at the top of the hour. Again, we'll, we'll be broadcasting here for about 10 more minutes until we move over to the January 6th Select Committee hearing. Don't forget why you're here. I know we have a lot of new viewers here today. Go ahead and subscribe to the Tony Michaels Podcast, the YouTube page here, because we broadcast every single weekday, Monday through Friday, on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and we also simulcast from the Midas Touch Facebook page. But go ahead and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Very important to give us some support, because you, then you can come over during the live broadcast and you can get in the Super Chat. Um, yeah, and if you don't know what the super chat is on YouTube, don't worry, don't worry. The great people here, the fuck'em fam, as some of them refer to themselves, uh, the fuck'em fam will will give you will give you the rundown of what the super chat is and how it works. And there's always great conversation in the super chat. Um, <laughs> we even have some trolls. I, I need to find some moderators, I guess. People are clamoring about moderators. We have more and more people viewing, so we get more and more trolls. We get these, we get these porn bots coming in. Um, so Gabe is usually our moderator. 
and but he's he's not here today so i'm trying to play all hats but also go over to our twitter page at tony michaels pod follow us there because you know on thursdays and for if for those new listeners that don't know on thursdays we put out a bonehead of the week poll and i would imagine that three boneheads are going to emerge from this january 6th select hearing what do you think i bet there's three boneheads that emerge uh, from this hearing, Jeffrey Clark is probably going to be one of them, I would imagine. So what we do is we put up a poll every single week on Thursday for Bone End of the Week. You vote. You get to practice democracy. You get to vote. And you can vote on Twitter or you can subscribe to the YouTube channel and you can vote there. But vote for Bone End of the Week. And then on Friday, in the second hour of the show, Every single Friday, me and Gabe break down your vote, who you voted for, for Bonehead of the Week. So go follow us at Tony Michaels Pod on Twitter and follow us here on YouTube for the Bonehead of the Week poll, where we break it down every single Friday. The great part about Bonehead of the Week is we post it even in and of itself on Sunday on all the directories. Apple, Spotify, Google. So go follow us on your favorite directory. You will find us there. The Tony Michaels podcast for all the new listeners out there. Give us a five-star review. Really, really help us out over on all the directories. But don't forget, we also have a best of Saturday edition. So we actually publish on those directories every single day. Every single day, seven days a week during the week. But you get the uh, you get the live broadcast after we're done. You get that posted on the directories. So that's a two-hour broadcast. So be t- paying attention for that also on the directories. Again, we've got about 10 more minutes before we go over to, before we take a quick break. And then at the top of the hour, so 30 minutes from now, we will start the coverage of the January 6th Select Committee, day five, where the Department of Justice officials will be testifying an open public about what they knew about the scheme of the Cheeto dust kangaroo coup. So make sure to go over to the Midas touch YouTube channel at the top of the hour and listen to the broadcast of the January 6th hearing. We will have an hour of commentary to tell you about some of our guests we will have on that. in that first panel, I think we're going to Ben my and a couple of Midas touch brothers. I'm not sure exactly. He's going to, I know Ben's going to do a breakdown of the witnesses for us, of what it means, who these are, why it's significant, what he thinks they're probably going to say. Uh, we'll get that from Ben Mizellus from Legal AF and the Midas Touch Podcast. Ben's the big bro over there, the Midas Mighty know that. So we'll hear from Ben on the witnesses. We're also, I think Jessica Denson is going to be joining us. Uh, you know, Jessica um, gave a very, very passionate uh, rant and reaction to the testimony on Tuesday. After Mrs. Moss and her mother, Lady Ruby, and they even talked about her grandmother, were threatened and pressured by the Trump administration and the MAGA, Team MAGA, Team Abnormal, I guess you could call it, um, with Rudy Giuliani and Donald Trump himself putting their names in their mouths and really pressuring them to even move out of their house. Um, and she gave a heartfelt rant, Jessica Denson did, because she is the Trump NDA killer. So hopefully she'll be joining us. And one of the Midas Mighty's favorite, Texas Paul, will be joining us. But our very, very special guest, we have David Bender back. Everyone's been loving the political strategist David Bender and his view on things. But Ronald 
Reagan's son, President Ronald Reagan's son, Ron Reagan, who did a video, who did a video for Midas Touch about the January 6th hearing, will be joining us live. Ron Reagan will be joining us live on our broadcast today at the top of the hour here. Um, we will we will be joined by Ron Reagan. So you don't want to miss that commentary. You definitely don't want to miss the hearings, but you don't want to miss the commentary either. We're going to have some special guests talking us to us today. We'll also do commentary during the break. So here's what we do for all the listeners out there that want to know how we run the uh, hearing production. So we do commentary before we play the hearing and just the hearing so you can listen, you can focus in on the hearing. And then if they go to a break, we'll be giving commentary during that break when they break, when the hearing uh, gavels down for a recess. And then after the hearing is over, when they end the hearing, we will go to more commentary, uh, depending on when they end and how much time we have. Then we'll do some more commentary there with a panel of guests. So stick around after the hearing to listen to the commentary there. So join us at the top of the hour on the Midas Touch YouTube channel for day five of the January 6th select hearing. Uh, don't forget to go over there and set your reminder. Um, we're going to head out here in about five minutes, which is a little early for the Tony Michaels podcast, as all the listeners know out there. Normally, we go to the top of the hour. But I'm alone today, so I have to I have to prep a little bit um, for the broadcast. So I will hop off here, and I will be moving over to the Midas Touch YouTube channel. For all of you out there, that's where you will find me at the top of the hour for the hearing, for the special commentary with uh, Ben Mizellis, the Mizellis brothers, um, Jessica Denson. I think Michael Cohen may be joining us if he has time. I know he's kind of got some appointments that he's trying to He's trying to work in to get to us for that hour. We have the Midas Mighty favorite, Texas Paul. Also, Ron Reagan will be joining us. And David Bender uh, and Ron Reagan, I think, are going to be taking us into the hearing and really giving us uh, sort of uh, even historical uh, what this means to have the Department of Justice uh, folks, the acting attorney general for Donald Trump in December 2020 and January 2020, when the January 6th siege on the Capitol happened, when Donald Trump attempted the Cheeto Dust Kangaroo coup, the DOJ's former acting attorney general, Jeffrey Rosen, will be testifying in the open public. We've seen this before, where Justice Department officials have testified in open public for Watergate. So maybe we'll get some historic insight into that as well. So you're definitely going to want to join us over there. Let's see if there's any more breaking news. Boy, it's a huge breaking news day. We have the news that Jeffrey Clark, um, the, the DOJ official that Donald Trump wanted to replace as the attorney general because he knew he would help him overturn the United States Constitution and make him king. And uh, bring us into an authoritarian state. Jeffrey Clark was willing to do that, it seemed. And I think we're going to find that out today with the testimony. Um, other breaking news is the Second Amendment uh, decision coming down from the Supreme Court today that strikes down the New York gun law restricting uh, concealed carry handguns, um, which is a front to everyone's safety and your, your right to move and freely and feel safe. Uh, so it's they're taking... Uh, we're taking rights away there, but they, they, uh, they can't regulate guns, but they sure as hell can regulate e-cigarettes. We see the FDA banning 
at Jewel e-cigarettes. They'll ban e-cigarettes. Can't ban guns. No, can't do that shit. Um, we also we also have the news of tomorrow, it seems, because the Supreme Court did not make the decision on overturning Roe v. Wade today. That decision of Dobbs did not drop. Um, so everyone is assuming that tomorrow. So the news is that the news is tomorrow uh, for the Supreme Court to decide to strip away the liberty and the rights of women to their bodily autonomies in this country, uh, which is gross and vile. And we must fight back with our vote. We must fight back with our democracy. And I know all you folks out there are pro-democracy. I know in your heart of hearts, you really do believe in our democracy and the advancement of our democracy. And I know that you th- you are rest assured that it will deliver us equality and equity and it's difficult and it's hard and it's not perfect and it's not always the exact equity and equality that we want to achieve but we progress and we get better and we get better and better every single moment every single day as we progress these pro-democracy ideas so fight with your vote while you still have it it's a republic if you can keep it Again, join me here in just a few moments at the top of the hour. In about 20 minutes, I will move to the Midas Touch YouTube channel. Uh, Let me put the link in the chat one last time so that you guys have the link here uh, for the link. Here is the link, the YouTube link. There you go. To move to the Midas Touch YouTube channel, I will be moving to that link. In just under 20 minutes, we're going to take a quick break and move to the Midas Touch YouTube channel. So go over there right now. Don't hesitate. Go over there right now to the Midas Touch YouTube channel. Get set. Get ready because we are going to stop, start the commentary at the very top of the hour. And then tomorrow we'll be back at our normal time here on YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch and the Midas Touch Facebook page simulcasting. I'll see you in 20 minutes. Until then, surf's up, motherfuckers. You've been listening to the Tony Michaels Podcast. Podcast. In your face commentary of current events and political news. No rules, no boundaries. I think we've made that perfectly clear. We hope you enjoyed the show and we'll be back soon. In the meantime, follow Tony on social media at the Tony Michaels. And until next time, raise a fist and repeat after me. Fuck them. Murphy's Mealborn, head-ass speaking.